0: Asian Pop Nation
1: on Sin 90.7. Hey guys, welcome back to Asian Pop Nation. This is your executive producer, Jesse, here. You guys just heard Ditto by New Jeans, and this song has been stuck in my head since it's been released. It's a bit of a problem, but (laughs) before that, you guys heard Left Right by XG. And we're in studio this time. Yeah! Yay. Can't you tell from the crisp, clear quality <laughs> of all crisp. of our microphones? So, yeah. so crisp. Um, so I am joined by Zenia. Yo. JP. Hey, hey. Ethan. Hello. Lee. Hello. And Alishba. Hi. Woohoo! It's us. <sighs> so, uh, you know, show this week. We have an interview. Yeah, we do have an interview. Um, We do have an interview in the middle with uh, Gentle Bones, who is also going to be performing at the Sonica Music Festival next week. So uh, look forward to that one. For many of you, you guys are probably coming off of a very long, spicy summer holidays. So us and the APN team is probably going to talk a bit more about what we did on the holidays, uh, featuring some interesting things. You guys will have to stay tuned for that one. Uh,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> and then we will also be interrogating uh, Mr. JP, who is has a very uh, special announcement to two. make. Yes, oh two. two special dude, announcements. I'm yes, die. to <laughs> make to everyone here oh. listening to you today. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that'll be fun. We'll also be talking a bit about anti-YouTuber defense drills that the Japanese Jap- self-defense force were putting together to um, stop YouTubers from just going into the, what was it? The, the G7 the Summit. The G7 Summit, so, yep. And We will also be talking about the Super Nintendo world that's... Uh, opening in Hollywood. Well, it's opened in Hollywood. Yeah. Have fun, guys. <laughs> oh. There's there's a lot to look forward to. Stay tuned. Uh coming up next, we have the song AYA by Yogi New Waves.
2: Good evening, welcome to Asian Pop Nation. We had quite a while, we had, how many months did we have um, until our current season? I
1: think it was like four months.
2: Four months? At this
1: point, probably close to four months.
2: Yeah, that's a whole lifetime. What What did you guys get up to in that summer? Lee, what did you do?
1: So
3: I went to Malaysia after not being back for like five years, oh. just to see like family and stuff. Um, yeah, I went for two weeks, it was okay. I thought I was very excited to go because the food that I remembered, like the flavors that I remembered as a child, I was really excited to try again. But when I went back this time, it kind of was just mid. What? Yeah. What did you try that didn't live up to your expectations? So my favorite like Malaysian dish is wonton mee.
2: Wonton mee. Yeah. Is this like a noodle or something? Yeah, but... Oh, I knew it.
3: I don't know. Like, I just couldn't taste the flavors that I remembered as a child. So I was kind of sad about that. Dude,
2: that's so depressing. I
3: know. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so all the food kind of just downgraded, but maybe that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you find anything new that maybe you didn't try as a kid, but now it mm, was out of this world? I never used to have chendol as a kid. This is like a shaved ice
3: um, with condensed milk, pandan, jelly, and red bean thing. Oh, that's and, it was really good uh,
4: yeah that, that was good can you eat that in Melbourne uh, I'm sure you can yeah I will find it <laughs> Anyways, <laughs>
3: one thing though, I learned how to play mahjong oh, so, yes it's so fun my grandma gave me her mahjong tiles what? and as soon as we got back like me and my brother just ordered a mahjong table the um, ones that like go
4: in and then it like shuffles itself and then comes no, out. Oh, that's okay.
3: like expensive. I think Vox <laughs> Hill has those, but yeah. So every night, me, my brother, and my parents just play
4: for like an hour or two straight. What? But it's so fun and it's so it addicting. It is. Yeah. Shall we? No, dude, genuinely. I went to the US just to um, visit some relatives once and we spent maybe like half the day at the Mahjong table just playing Mahjong with like really? my great uncles my um, great aunt it's just really yeah it's addictive once you know how to play Whoa. and especially when like things are at stake I don't think we can advertise or advocate what oh,
0: right.
2: yeah, <laughs> you can of course do not. with matchup no, no.
4: but it's just make, it's more fun as well when you're, you're like losing mm. things and the game itself things. is
2: fun at least yeah. from what I hear
4: oh. it's just a nice mix between I think luck and strategy mm.
2: damn that's good I should have done that yeah. on my holiday yeah oh wait you're pointing at me you want me oh what did i do man um what am i supposed to say uh nothing much happened really man i just did drawing you know life you know got a girlfriend (laughs) prepared documents yeah yeah
4: more later
2: more later (laughs) yes the um listeners you can't see this right now but the whole crew is like staring at me like (laughs) daggers in my eyes Gonna die. I, no, but Ethan, actually, I heard you got into like a weird dancing thing. Weird dancing.
5: Summer. Yeah, tell me about it. What is it? <laughs> um, I wouldn't really call it weird. I feel like it has a lot of cultural background to it. <laughs>
2: oh what? Oh sorry. Yeah, it's not. It's not
5: weird. Um no yeah my friend um has been doing been involved with like some Chinese lion and dragon dancing stuff, um and I always thought it was cool. Like during Chinese New Year's and stuff, I thought that was a really good celebration of chinese culture that we don't normally get um
2: i feel bad for calling it weird now <laughs> <laughs> It's, a, it's a I, you know i love watching those they used to get like cd um like collections of when i live in singapore
5: Why? Yeah, like, yeah 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 they had those yeah the yeah. the line dances in yeah singapore line were dances. a lot more intense yeah they're is it crazy. the ones where
4: there's like different heights yeah, yeah they've got
5: the poles, poles and stuff yeah 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 we don't Oh, you don't do the whole I'm not, I'm not, not there yet. I'm yeah. like one week in, but maybe like you know give it a month. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that was a joke. Um, yeah, so I just do some. Okay, I say it's been like two weeks. I really shouldn't be saying anything, but I think it's really interesting. Everyone seems really friendly, and I think it's good for me to explore my culture a bit. Um, considering I've been in Australia for a big part of my life and don't really have that part of my my cultural upbringing oh, um, that's true yeah anyway who else has done oh
4: no i just wanted to ask with like lion and dragon dancing why is there so many people like when you go to an event it's just like so many people from the club there but not all of them are dancers i'm not sure if you've been to a performance i think it's as part most, of the club
5: i think it's mostly like a social thing okay it's like you know youth societies um based on like their culture and stuff like that um i think people just like to get involved and,
4: even if they're not, like, banging the drums or yeah, exactly. part of the I, performance.
5: I it, it was also interesting because I kind of expected it to be all Chinese people, but it wasn't. It was, like, a very diverse group of, like, also, like, Western people or, like, um, other Asians. So, I don't know. I, I think it's a really good celebration of, like, Chinese culture in a way that we don't traditionally see um, in mm-hmm. Melbourne. Anyway, yeah. What if... What about you guys, Zenio?
4: Um, I decided to do an internship during the summer and kind of regretted it because everyone was like, yeah, let's go have a dinner. And I'm like, I can't because I'm working. Uh, um, I the, the reason why it's related to Asian Pop Nation is because it was at Asahi. Um, and they are the... I guess like the distributors and manufacturers for some pretty iconic beverages in Australia, oy, like oy. Pepsi. Oh no, uh, there's like different deals. Like Schweppes, they own because they t- took over like Schweppes Australia, right? Um, and they distribute like Pepsi and Gatorade and things like that. Pop Tops, they make Spring Valley. I'm only mentioning the ones that are non-alcoholic. <laughs> <All> right, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so even though it was like a mix of various Australian companies that merged to then be part of Asahi. There's quite a Japanese presence there. Um, you go to the office and the windows, they are like um, traditional Japanese stone gardens inside. Yeah, so there's, like, the window frame outside, a garden, and then another, like, a wall. So you can't actually see it inside the building, but it's, I guess, a nice aesthetic as you go in. There's, like, some Japanese-style meeting rooms. There's quite a few. They have, like, a program where they send people from the Japanese parent company to Australia to, like, learn about the business as from an international land so I met a couple people who were from Japan there was a guy on my team who was from Japan and he was pretty nice but they're like here for two years with their family and he was saying how his wife um, and their two daughters came but his wife doesn't really know English that well and so yeah it's hard but it's I guess it's a good career opportunity for him
2: yeah Uh, that is full on
4: it is full on. Yeah, it you is. You work
2: a lot. Uh, Even on holiday, holiday break, you work. It's
4: yeah, it's it's a problem. <laughs> yeah. It's like an addiction. Yeah. I think I, an. Ad-
2: Hopelessly I addicted it. to workahol.
4: Yeah, a, aversion to being bored. I think. Yeah, <laughs> and not having money. So. Damn,
2: that's messed up.
3: Career woman.
2: <laughs> Career wow. woman, but
4: like not for. Uh, I think necessarily the better bit of society is <laughs> the better bit of mean <laughs> yeah i got that money
2: man I got that dough, that dough. <sighs> wait at Wait, but we haven't heard from you
0: um i didn't really do that much on the holidays i just did my school homework visit right. my friend's house um and i also watched old korean movies Yo. like i watched one called on your wedding them uh park boyong was in it and i also saw the werewolf boy which had like sonjoon ki werewolf and, boy yeah it's, it's actually not that bad it's is a little sad in, in the middle is it like a coming of age story what not really it's this a boy that probably like I think someone did an experiment on him and then mm. he become a werewolf, and then he meets Park Bo Young when she she's very sick and stuff and there's just like their story and how they can't be together because he's a werewolf and people are trying to, like, get him back into the labs and trying to, like, kind of kill him, too. How uh, old is this, yeah. movie? It's it's pretty old, I think.
2: Like, 90s, 80s? 50s?
0: Maybe not that old.
4: Oh, oh okay. I don't know, but... I was just gonna say, like, can we... can we spoil... can I ask us for a spoiler? I mean, you can. Um, does she die? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you said she was sick and it's like, red flag, red oh. flag. <laughs>
0: Yeah, okay. but it still has a sad ending. Okay. Wow. Does he die? No. Do they end up together? Mm. Probably no. not. Yeah. It's a sad yeah. no.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no.
1: Man. So what did you do, Jesse? I-, I honestly don't know. All my days just blended together into
3: one.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I agree. That's what happened? Um. Yeah, all I remember is I did like two subjects online over the holidays, cool. and that was just stressing me out for a while. Even though it's not a full load, right? Um, but yeah, other than that, I can't remember what I did. What did I even do? Did I did I live during the holidays? <laughs> did I did I did I eat? Did I sleep? I have no idea.
2: Yeah, you just like vegetated.
1: Yeah, I just yeah. hibernated.
2: That's that's summer. That's that's what we did in summer. We just did random stuff, dragon dancing.
1: No, no,
2: no, no, I, no I, I'm still not. stuck on the dragon dancing. I think it's sick. Yeah. Wait, actually, before, before we end the segment off, Ethan, I just want to ask you, what part of the dragon... Or <laughs> line? I wanted to ask that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
4: I can we missed that.
5: Yeah. What part? I, I really just do, like, middle or whatever. Is middle? Like, yeah, Is that one the
4: easiest? Is that, like, how you I work up the so, ranks?
5: because if, like, the people at the back have to jump over stuff Ooh. and, like, do, like, formation stuff, it's kind of crazy. Um, I think they're doing a performance in Easter, I won't probably won't be a part of that, but I, like it's interesting to see what they get up to. Um, but yeah, it's a lot more full on than I was expecting, to be honest. Um,
1: are, are we gonna see you jumping on poles soon? <laughs> no.
5: <laughs> I'll do it right now. I'll do it. Right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: that'll happen next time. Uh, but yes, that was summer. Um, if you did anything fun in the summer, let us know. Asian Pop Nation Facebook, Twitter, Instagram.
5: Yeah, yeah. Now, speaking of friends, our beloved friend over here, JP, um, has been up to quite a lot of stuff in the past few months, um, hey. and we thought it'd be interesting to talk to him about it because he is moving to Japan for a very special reason. Um, he also has a girlfriend, so we'll probably talk about <laughs> Hey, what? Hey, <laughs>
2: That's on. more important. Come on, you can't open it up like that. Aww. <laughs> Man, why (laughs) am I going
5: to Japan? I'm going to
2: Japan because I've been contracted to work as a manga artist. So um I so before this whole thing, I kept on doing this thing called the Silent Manga Edition. It's like this international like manga competition, and like anyone can go in, they give you a theme, you draw an entry on it, but the only rules is that you're not allowed to use dialogue, so like it's literally like international. anyone can read your stuff and go, "Oh, yeah, I understand." so basically, I kept on doing that. And then I got an email from like an editor and he's like, Hey dude, let's draw for like actual competitions. I'm like, hell yeah. Um, so I started doing that and then eventually I got brought into this project called, um, the artists village and they literally set up a whole village with like cabins for artists to live in and then like a main working building at the center where we do all our work. Um, but yeah, eventually uh, my editor was just like, Hey, we're bringing in a bunch of artists from around the world to like, you know, work with us on like random projects, uh, come come to Japan. I'm like, hell yeah, I'll do that. Um, and yeah, yeah, literally, I just did that Processed a bunch of papers, you know, got that sorted. And yes, I am set to go next month. Um, oh, I'm gonna dox myself right now. Um, but my, my account, Monotone Inc, is uh, my account on Twitter and my profile picture is like this funny looking cat. <laughs> yeah, that's that's me.
3: Do you have like anything that you're really nervous about because you're moving to like another oh, country? Right? Pretty much.
2: Yeah. Um, being away from my friends and family, and liter- girlfriend, and, girl- <laughs> yeah. and girlfriend, yeah. Or actually, you not know, really. Um, when I when I go there, she's gonna be there, so I'm spending mm. time with her before i go to work so yeah we're just like chilling this is terrible sometime too it's great um
3: that's so cute flower um, viewing yeah
2: yeah it's really nice um but yeah it's all it's the whole independence thing i'm a really dependent person like whenever i need help like hey mom like (laughs) something like that but now i'm like you know i'm gonna be thrown out into like you know the big world so yeah that's like I feel like I'm going to mess up or something like end up in Shanghai oh.
1: yeah did you book the tickets right? are I think sure, so are you sure you're going to Japan I think
2: they're booked you end up in Japan <laughs> yeah Japan <laughs> where the hell is that it's like in Brazil or something I don't know anything else you guys are curious about girlfriend your girlfriend my girlfriend <laughs> Jesus my Christ, Christ. Oh, how my did you god. meet
1: where did this uh, development
2: oh, happen oh my god what's
1: going on ah. <laughs> once
2: upon a time once upon a time in Oz Comic Con
4: <laughs> <laughs> We're all romance bosses. It is
2: it's absolutely absurd. Like h- how do you even explain that to like a person like an old That per- hasn't
4: been to Yeah, a Ma-
2: imagine explaining that to like, you know, my grandparents or something. It's like, "Oh, where do you meet her?" It's Like, "I was at an anime con." Like, "Yeah, it was always Comic-Con." Um she she came up to my table cuz I was tabling as an artist. She liked my art. She actually thought I was a girl. Uh, oh, before what? that, because cause she saw my art, she's like, oh, so pretty, I want to meet her. And then she came, she's like, Uh man. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> Um, but yeah, we talked, and then around December time, um, she was like, "Hey, you know, I'm gonna move back to Perth. Let's hang out." Uh, let me preface this: that I'm like a massive idiot when it <laughs> comes to romance. Um,
1: That's a bad already. Oh. Yeah, but I don't yeah. think it's anything
2: new. Come, yeah, go. no, it's not. Um, but the first time we hung out, we hung out at a uh, Melbourne Central. It was very nice. We walked around. I took her to the arcade, played some games. Very nice, very fun. And like we, there was like a piano in Melbourne Central if you're being there, right? You can like. Like, we played the piano together. Like we played the Tokyo Ghoul opening. Oh, it was hilarious. Like she's like
3: wholesome but also, also um, like so crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's
2: so cringe, dude. Yeah, she was like playing the melody and like, wait, let me get the bass line. That's and beautiful. Then, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> love
2: story. Yeah. Um so and then like on a whim we're like, Hey, let's watch Avatar um and we watched avatar the the, the second one with all the, the water blue one yeah the blue one <laughs> that was three hours long man it was three that hours was long three hours. it was three hours long but like i asked her you're not doing anything right now right she's like no i'm busy I'm like yeah let's just watch avatar Avatar. so that was the first time we hung out um, but then the second time it was actually a date but I didn't know it like yeah we were talking on text and um, like I made some joke about how I write romance and I'm like I can only write romance stories cause like I'm, I'm a lonely bastard you know and she's like oh in that case let me take you on a date or something you know and I thought oh she's just memeing <laughs>
1: Well she wasn't no, memeing. No, she was not
2: memeing. Um the, the date was nice. We went to an escape room. But yeah, we ate dinner and after that we just wandered around the city, like near the parks, just walking. Um at this point I didn't know it was like an actual date. Um <laughs> but then um we saw a bunch of bats flying overhead and she latched on to like my arm a little bit. And Aww. I'm like, Oh, she's scared or something. It's so, like whatever. But then like she didn't let go. So I was like, <laughs> Oh, Oh Oh, what?
1: Is that when realization hit? Yeah,
2: yeah. I was like, dude, I'm an idiot. (laughs) What? Like I had to ask her as well, explicitly, like, is this platonic or like or am I just being dumb? And like she looked at me like I was dumb. You are such a romance writer. No, (laughs) (laughs) you can tell terrible.
4: Oh, have you seen his comic? He did like a little comic on Valentine's cute no! I mean, I'm gonna post oh. it on the chat. Oh. Everyone, look up Monotone Inc. Oh. on Instagram. Oh, no. Find his Valentine's Day posts. Dude, I'm Dog's gonna. <laughs> I'm
2: gonna
5: indulge
4: dude. Oh, it's public, it man. You oh. mentioned that you're Monotone Ink. Oh, I am now idea,
1: gonna. It's now public knowledge. It's, oh. it's public phone. knowledge. People it's free can free find it on Instagram. Oh.
5: That's very wholesome. It's, it's nice. very like nice. oblivious anime boy Literally. romance. Yeah. It was a shoujo manga. Your life is straight a movie. up. My life is a manga <laughs> movie. Man. Has this given you more inspiration for your, your manga, or do you feel like writing something else? It now? almost
2: makes me feel like um, I don't want to write about it because it's so precious to me. I don't want to share it with anyone. <laughs> oh,
3: wait. That's so sweet.
5: <laughs> well, if you want to keep up to date with Monotone Inc.'s love life oh, and God life in Japan, road, well, follow us on Asian Pop Nation first on <laughs> cool. Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, but also Monotone Inc. at all those platforms as well. Uh, um, I
4: don't think you have Facebook though.
5: No. No. Nah. No, I don't.
1: So, me and Elishpa recently had the opportunity to interview Singaporean artist Gentle Bones, Along with Amber, who we interviewed last week, he's another international artist coming down to Melbourne this week for the Sonica Fest happening this Friday on the 17th. In this interview, he talks about collaborating with local Singaporean legends JJ Lin and Benjamin Ken, and also his philosophy towards being an artist and songwriter. Stay tuned. Hi, Joel. uh, I'm Jessie. I am the executive producer of Asian Pop Nation. This is Alishva. She is one of the fellow hosts on our show. Hello. and on that note we're gonna just start things off how about you introduce yourself a little bit
6: oh yeah uh, i am joelle also known as central Bond, and i'm a singing songwriter from singapore i've been um working on music quite a long time now and very excited to be coming to melbourne to perform next week
0: oh. We're very excited to have you too um i was just wanting to you. ask how would you describe the style of your music and just the main message you convey with your music?
6: The main message I convey with my music I try to write music that I feel is authentic to me in my current stage of life and speaking from my own perspective because it is the only perspective I feel like I can authentically speak from.
1: So, you will be performing at the Sonico Music Festival on the 17th of March, which is next week. What can we expect from you at? the of Festival, what are you performing? What can you bring to the table?
6: Uh, I bring myself and my songs to the table and hopefully the listeners and the people that are there would enjoy the music. To me, it is a beautiful experience to be able to translate what would originally be just an online connection based off listening to my music and just translate it back to, to, to the audience who have loved the songs in a live setting. And I think that that like, kind of makes it like a full circle journey
1: so let's move on to talk about your album, which is also named Gentle Bones. What is the theme behind the album and what is one song you would recommend
6: from it to our listeners? I would recommend uh, the song Better With You with Benjamin King. It's one of my favorite songs I've ever made. Uh, and um, yeah, I think I think it's more important than ever to kind of find empowerment within oneself and to know that one is special regardless of comparison and to understand that is not just for yourself, but for the people around you as well. And so I think Better With You kind of encapsulates that.
0: Um, I've also heard that you did a collab with JJ Lin that, that was called At Least I Had You, who is like one of the most established men act. How was it like working with him?
6: As a Singaporean, JJ Lin has really, um, for lack of a, he, he, he's just simply a legend. He's done a lot for, I would say, the local music industry. And I think it like, has expanded our views of what can be done as a Singaporean artist. I've been a big fan of his music since I was a kid. And to see him come so far, is just very inspiring. So to be able to work with him as well it, it is crazy. I think the whole experience was, was really amazing. And to have created a song from that is even more beautiful.
1: Do you have any other musical artist inspiration? that you kind of pull from as you develop your music?
6: Ed Sheeran got me into songwriting. If it was not for Ed Sheeran, I would not start the songwriting. Other than that, I feel like every artist that I've been a fan of, or every song I've listened to has kind of contributed to what I write, you know. I think um, yeah. Um, there's been a lot of like West life influences that I've been hearing in the, mu- the melodies that I write recently, so it's quite nice.
0: Um, I wanted to ask, like, is there a song that is very um, close to your heart or is like more memorable to you?
6: Um, yeah, Better With You. Very memorable to me. Basically, what I was trying to convey with the song was also very much inspired by Benjamin King, who was actually a part of the band The Los. And I think he was a, a very, he is still a very um, bright light in, in the local music industry here in Singapore. I think he's really inspired a generation of, of people and kids like myself, to be inspired and inspire. So yeah, that song actually started based off what I felt he has done for me.
1: Can you tell us a bit about what the process was like breaking into the music industry as a Singaporean artist? And is there any advice you may want to offer to young aspiring Asian musicians?
6: Yeah, um, I would say that as a young aspiring musician, or as with any creator, or as with any person that contributes on an individual front to anything. We all have like a genuine, unique voice, right? And there are many ways to express ourselves with this voice. So as a musician, I would say that instead of trying to find that voice in music, simply appreciate music as one of the vehicles in which you can express your voice through. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's a really great meaning, honestly. I also want to ask, what are your hopes to achieve in the future in terms of your music and yourself as a person?
6: Um, I don't know. I, used, I, I I don't really have anything to say about that. I think like I'm just very privileged to be where I am right now. And I feel like to be able to continue making music is, is a blessing. And yeah, I'm just doing what I can really, taking it a day at a time and see where it, it can land me.
1: Can we expect another album from you in the future?
6: Yeah, of course. Albums are always in the works.
1: Where can our listeners find you? Uh, social media? website anything of the sort
6: yeah you can find me on instagram at bones gentle facebook.com slash gentle bones music or any streaming platform such gentle bones you should be able to find my music
4: it's asian population high five oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know who'll be flying into japan later this spring
2: oh my god man
4: uh no, it's not that anyone like cool. It's a bunch of world leaders for the G seven summit. Oh okay. Uh, and the Jap- Japanese self defense force uh were preparing for potential dangerous situations. You know, world leaders don't want anything bad happening. But this is in an interesting way. Okay, so these are dangerous situations involving YouTuber pranksters. What? They were, like, seen performing the the JSDF. Um, they were performing an exercise where these nuisance-style YouTubers attempted to, like, force their way into their base and then the JSDF members had to, like, stop them and then they took them into custody and they searched their car and they found, like, a bomb. Now, no one's really sure whether the JSDF think that terrorists are going to, like, disguise themselves as YouTubers, but uh, many YouTubers obviously found this kind of strange, but some said not too surprising do you think youtubers are the next global threat to our societies
2: i think they always have been <laughs> i think that all youtubers should be arrested from <laughs> um, well, on site
3: it's just a prank bro
2: yeah <laughs>
5: <laughs> you think you're gonna say something i saw you shifting yeah have they mentioned anything about what kind of like tactics they've prepared or like any like scenarios i'd be interested to see if they've like profiled these youtubers like are they like using (laughs) selfie sticks and like
4: i don't know it's just in the video they like stop this intruding car and they tell the occupants to leave the vehicle and position themselves so that the youtubers can either like make their way um deeper into the uh, uh, they can't like get closer or escape so that's all they did they just kind of arrested them um so I'm not sure whether they're expecting, like, large fan bases of the global leaders to come to the base. But, yeah. I'm like, not sure if they profiled anyone, just anyone that's like, oh, my gosh, I really want to go and see the G7 summit.
3: I like, have no clue. This <laughs> is, like, um, like when that Area 51 thing happened and the soldiers needed to be, uh, like... They, like, there was a photo of someone teaching... Um, the soldiers, like what a Naruto run is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this kind of reminds me of that.
5: Did you watch the Internet Historian video on it? No. There was an Internet Historian video where they covered the Area 51 raid and they talked about like, as a, as like a skit, as like a satirical parody, they were like naming all the different internet subgroups and how they would like tactically come into the base and they'd be like, okay, so the, um, what was it called? It was like, okay, so these gamers will, Naruto run from this side while the furries get distracted. This <laughs> side. And it was like, it, it kind of feels like that. Just like we're in this area of the internet subculture now where like politicians and like m- defense force has to, like, actually get educated on, like, meme culture um, <laughs> because it could apparently pose an actual threat to them. Um, yeah.
4: Yeah, because I don't know if many would go to the G7 summit, but Area 51 makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. where do you think YouTubers are the biggest threat? Like, where could they invade next?
2: Where could they invade? Um <sighs> give them
4: Oh <laughs> uh,
2: well but I mean like oh I mean like on the download it's like a honeypotting uh, thing right Like, yeah, where yeah, do you it's predict like yeah, yeah, you know, as oh, a
4: man of the internet yeah
2: um, I'd say you know big um, you know landmarks you know Tokyo Tower you know just like Shibuya <laughs> Crossing sort of thing you know these, these places are really popular like famous that's where you can find um, this particular species of YouTuber <laughs>
1: particular um, species yeah those, those the vloggers are, or the yeah the vloggers is, you what kind of YouTubers do you think will be dangerous?
2: Uh, I mean, like, uh, the pranksters, as the article mentioned the most. I think, yeah, definitely the pranksters.
1: Like, the ones
4: that, I don't know, like, pretend to leave something there and ask you to take care of it, then leave. And someone says, takes it, and then they come back and ask what happened to it. Those kinds of pranks, or? <laughs> no,
2: I, I think, I'd say the ones that aren't funny. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, imagine uh, what's the name of um what's the name of that that one from ages ago like Jake Paul or something? Oh,
4: Is that oh, Jake Vanilla Logan but, Paul? Which, some, oh, something Paul? Yeah, with the, yeah, yeah, just like
2: causing a menace on the streets, mm. you know, like you know, taxi drives by, he's like, and he, like like throws a toy at it or something. Yeah,
1: that's yeah. actual dangerous. Yeah, those <laughs> that's people Need dangerous. to be
2: stopped. Yeah.
1: Don't be a YouTuber, guys. Yeah,
2: don't be a YouTuber. Um, be
1: on TikTok instead. Oh
2: God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Our TikTok is gonna be the next dangerous thing.
2: They actually, they actually might be
1: TikTok brain. Is TikTok dangerous. brain.
2: Yeah,
4: Everyone will come
2: not.
1: to the G7
4: summit to do a TikTok dance.
2: Oh no. Oh, okay.
4: oh God. <laughs> <laughs> what well, then, the JSDF? Thing. How are they going to protect the world leaders
1: now? And ethan i heard that you're really into nintendo
5: yeah i guess so um i'm actually coming at but at this from more of a different perspective because i am a big theme park uh oh fan. right wait why do like, you mention I'm, theme parks all of a sudden well i'm glad you aren't you asked this question <laughs> because recently universal studios opened their newest expansion to the hollywood park um so Basically, Universal Studios is a theme park, they have one in Hollywood, Um, and recently they expanded to include Super Nintendo World, which is this new expansion that has all your favorite Super Mario Brothers characters. You know, you've got your Mario and your Luigi, you've got Peach, you've got Bowser, you've got all the Koopas and all the Troopers. (laughs) um um, yeah so super nintendo world had its grand opening on february 17th um, as it invited guests through the iconic green pipe and into the beloved mushroom kingdom now um as quoted by universal studios themselves on their website this all-new dynamic land will be a visual spectacle of vibrant colors and architectural ingenuity located within a newly expanded area of universal studios hollywood now um i think what's really interesting is that as the center piece of the land you've got bowser's castle which does look awesome by the way Mm. um which is also home to their resident attraction which is mario kart bowser's challenge um basically it's like a it's a bit of like a dark ride it's a blend between practical um practical set designs with these AR special effects that you use with um, goggles. Um, And then along the way, guests can collect coins as they traverse the many iconic maps to beat the evil Bowser and his team. Um, Outside of the ride, guests can also don these power-up bands that you can smack against other interactive exhibits Um, And it makes that little, like, ding sound like if you've played Super Mario Bros and you know about, like, the thing with the question mark on it, you can smack it and
2: and give you points. Oh, do you get, like, like mushrooms for real?
5: No, but it does actually collect points and you can can sync it to your app and collect points. Or, like, you can, like, slap it against a, um, what's it called, like, one of those... um, things and like the piranhas will move and stuff like it's actually very cool you can also get mario themed bites at the toadstool cafe and merchandise at the one-up factory i wanted to talk about it a lot because it also did open in universal japan in about 2021 um and they opened it with his grand reveal for nintendo direct because they got uh mario creator shigeru miyamoto um he kind of walked around the park and he was like very excited and he introduced the different areas of the land and he had like like these people dressed up as mario and Luigi beside him
2: dude the i've seen i've seen pictures and videos of the mario i guess section Mm -hmm. in universal studios japan because my partner she was in japan she's in japan right now And um, She went there and I swear to God when she showed me a video of like the actual place I thought it was CGI Like for real like there there are coins floating and everything You know how they're like they're on the hill and they just rotate, you know like this I thought like it was there for real. So, um, I think I don't know what I'm supposed to say
5: No, I I definitely agree. I think I think it's really cool because the way they fit like designed the land, they they made it so it feels layered. So they've got like all these like um, levels to it, like how Super Mario Bros. Right, is yeah. we, you know I I think my only complaint about that is that it feels very like claustrophobic at times because the Super Mario Land is quite like boxed in. It's Mm, not like the mm, other mm, parks, mm. the other parts um, that are a bit more open space Mm. and use a bit more sightlines. The Mario park is just like a box and it's got a lot happening. There's a lot of kinetic energy to it with all the animatronics, but it just feels a bit crowded sometimes.
2: Have any of you ever gone to theater parks? Like ever?
3: (laughs) I have. I've been to Universal Studios when I was Uh, a kid.
5: Which one? Which one?
3: I think the one in Japan. Ooh. Ooh! And that's where I watched... Shrek in 4D. And it was insane. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. As like a child, like donkey would sneeze and water would go on you. Oh, I, I literally man, thought what? he he was there. It was yeah, it was an experience.
0: I mean I've never been there, but I always wanted to like I don't know in my country people don't really go there, so it was with like oh I wish I could go like Disney World or you know, like, Universal World. But I don't know, maybe in the future.
3: Hmm APN, trip.
5: Oh, yeah. APN trip oh, yeah, yeah, let's go Japan is quite interesting though because they had a um, In a similar vein of like the Shrek 40 right they had one for attack on Titan and I couldn't find footage of this anywhere. But, yeah, like, the idea I is that you like fly around and kill Titans and stuff oh. um, So I guess my question is what would you adapt into a ride? I guess like an anime uh a game property i hear you guys like games
1: if they made a ride based off of attack on titan that would be interesting mainly because it's such a gory anime and it's so scary so like on. i feel like if they made like a horror ride or something based off of that and it was like as realistic as like what super Mario- i don't know if they can make it as realistic as that but if they could potential for a very good horror ride
2: be terrifying
1: yeah, it just, just giant, giant typos just yeah. Well, yeah. the walls. Yeah, wow. Replaying I, all the traumatic scenes. Yeah, I don't know if it would
0: be a good adaptation, but I really, really like Assassination Classroom.
2: Something about sensei would be really sick. Like he. Goes
1: yes. I think it would be really cool if they remade like the classroom from Assassination Classroom, and like mm. I don't know if they would pop it on a hill or something, but <laughs> that would be really cool to see.
2: Yeah, then,
1: i don't know what they would do for like sensei like the Koro sensei
2: go as fast as sensei through flying through the sky
1: <laughs> at mock speed
2: yeah like 11 yeah. mock or something yeah but i heard
0: they have a japan has a uh a park for sudigably mm-hmm.
2: yes they do i they really do
0: want to visit that one
2: yeah mm-hmm. i think it's a lot more chill then yeah, there's, there's no, no rides for that. park, right yeah no yeah, rides it's well, just yeah. a park nice forest yeah that's it
5: yeah no i think i think a sonic i was thinking more like games so i think a sonic roller coaster would be really cool i, I can't believe no one's done that before
3: wait really there's no i don't think so no
5: sonic yeah there are some roller coasters now where they've got, like, attached, like, the, the coaster itself, like, spins on the track as well. Oh so you can heard do that, it so, like, first. it spins <laughs> as it goes around. God. That would kill me <laughs> Literally I, I
1: think that would kill all of us Because I don't watch a lot of TV shows So first I was like Okay Odd Taxi as a ride Would just be like A literal taxi
2: <laughs> just And random taxi. people <laughs>
3: <laughs> Come in and talk to you You're like I don't want to talk to you And then just keep on talking to you I think wow. that would be Odd Taxi As
1: like An amusement ride Another TV show I thought about was SNL Saturday Night Live Um <laughs>
2: what? <laughs> Wait, what? What? <laughs>
1: Wow Where basically They give you a script And then you have to Like they give you Like five minutes To rehearse it And then you have to Read it off cue cards And everyone watches you And judges you On your performance
5: That <laughs> like is a- absolutely Something Universal <laughs> Studios Would do Like there are so many Things they have That does that yeah. There's a
2: hologram Of Norm Macdonald In the corner
6: just <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes. Yeah. So, um, you know, we started off talking about Super Mario Bros. and Wahoo, and we ended up talking about uh, Norm MacDonald's. Uh, it has come to the end of our show. It's been fun. We uh, exposed some juicy details about JP's life. Jesus. Uh, hopefully, uh, yeah. Go He's follow not him. dead yet. Yeah. Yet. <laughs> go follow him at like, Inc. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Um I hope you guys also enjoyed the interview with uh, Gentle Bones. He'll be who will also be performing at the Sonic Music Festival, along with Amber, with who we did an interview with last week. So if you guys haven't heard that one, you should definitely check that out. Yeah, apparently uh, YouTubers are the new danger, so that's what we obtained from that. And uh, in the future, you may expect um, JP to appear in the artist village, and maybe Ethan will be dragon dancing <laughs> sometime. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You guys are listening at Sin. Follow us on social media. We are Asian Pop Nation.